Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. This week, we're going to talk about the movie Tick Tick Boom. There are many things within this movie we can learn from, especially about the loss of time. Tick Tick Boom is now on Netflix, and it is a musical written by Jonathan Larson and made into a movie. This movie is about a story of a composer called John, which is the composer himself, Jonathan Larson, who lives in New York City in the 1990s. And the whole movie is basically about him almost turning 30, and he is worried about him making a wrong career choice doing the performing arts, which is um, very difficult when you are someone new in this path. And it just establishes the story of him trying to get his work uh, noticed and thinking about whether he made the right choice about his life. Mm -hmm. And I think the theme of loss of time is very clear because it's just like stated right when the movie started Mm -hmm. when you know the character was talking about how he's gonna turn 30 in a few days Mm -hmm. and that he hasn't done anything he compared himself to other successful artists in this industry Mm -hmm. and say when they got their big break so yeah i think this is definitely one of the most important things to think about in the movie is about the loss of time and how time is limited for everyone. Mm-hmm. Even the name of this musical is called Tick, Tick, Boom. He also says a lot of ticks within his narrative, and it really builds, not really suspense, but it shows the passage of time. Mm-hmm. Right. In this movie, he talks about how a lot of his friends are like not healthy, and they're just in their like 20s and 30s, and they're already like passing away. And to me, I feel like I've I've never thought of myself going through like a health crisis in my 20s and my 30s. I've always thought of myself as like going to be healthy until maybe my mid 60s or 70s. But seeing this movie talking about people going through these stuff and like the character, I forgot his name, uh, John's best friend. Was it Mike? Michael. Michael, right? And he got HIV and he's only, what, 30? Yeah, I think it's kind of a plot twist. um, Sort of a plot twist at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it adds another layer to this movie, like how he has a very close friend that is going through a health crisis too. And it just really shows that other, although you're only in your like 30s, you're already losing your time quickly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and i think that realization kind of make him understand i think that scene in the movie kind of ties everything together because it's towards the end and it just ties everything together about time and how everyone has limited time because i think there's a line when he says that you know nobody understands having a limited time more than me Something like that. Right, right. 
And I think it's just it's just like somebody telling the main character this idea, not just telling the main character, but telling the audience this idea that、uh, our time is limited, and just like kind of like think about what we want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another big part of this movie is John thinking about whether he should continue to chase his dream. Right.、Mm-hmm. He he's losing his time and he's hitting thirty. And I I don't know why thirty is sorry a sidetrack. I don't know why thirty is such a dramatic age. Yeah. Uh. But I feel like everybody think of it as like a turning point in life. Right. Like a lot of people treat twenties like their youth, in a way. Uh.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe thirty is where real adulthood starts. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So John chases his dreams, right? In the end, he does continue to do that, but in the middle, he is thinking about if he's made the right choice. Like, yes, his friend Michael, he decided to switch his career path to something that earns him more money and、uh, gives him stability. And John kind of swerves between this. He even tries out the. Job that Michael got him for advertisement,、mm-hmm. and he sort of does realize that this could get him more money than if he were to make a song for fun every single day and not make any money out of it. Yeah, right. I just think that when he is coming to this turning point of going into thirty, him being able to continue to not give up and. Chase's dreams is just not just brave, but it shows that he's really, really compassionate about this, and it doesn't matter to him if he has to live in a house that is not in a very great condition and has to continue to worry about the bills and、mm-hmm. stress about deadlines and trying to get his projects noticed. Right, and I think it really paid off because in real life he does succeed. Although he still dies at a young age, right? The situation that John was in was very difficult, right? And the part where he has difficulty making the song for his musical,、mm-hmm. like should he continue to think about this, or should he just forget about his dreams and do what Michael does? Right. I think it's definitely a struggle, especially for him that um he's turning thirty, his time is. Running out. I mean, he's not like running out of time per se. He's running out of his youth, like the time that he can just do things without thinking about a lot of consequences. Right. Not like no legal consequences, but consequences about maybe you need to have a family or、mm-hmm. you know something like that. It's definitely something that you need to start thinking about when you're around the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. And especially money. And at this point, he's thinking about whether to chase his dream or to—I wouldn't say give up, but to be more real and look at the realities、mm-hmm. of chasing his dreams and just like—is、mm-hmm. it possible? Is it doable? And you know, can he can can he start a family and prepare for his adult life?、Mm-hmm. At the same time that he chases his dream, I think that's the main struggle here. 
Right, because he's he'll never know at that time whether he's gonna succeed or not. Is he just gonna keep working hard until his forties or or things like that?、Mm-hmm. So after the break, we're going to talk about Susan and John's relationship. Welcome back. Now we're gonna take a look into another important aspect of this film, Susan and John's relationship. There's this big struggle within this relationship where Susan is a dancer and John is a composer.、Mm-hmm. Susan was given a lot of opportunity、uh, as a dancer, and she was given the opportunity to move elsewhere outside of New York. But Jonathan. Is going through this very critical week of his life where he has to prepare for the finalization of his musical. So Susan and John has to make the decision of whether they should move together to Susan's new workplace. And in the end, of course, John and Susan get separated, so they would be able to fulfill their own dreams. And they gave up on their relationship. I feel like. This part is really similar to La La Land. Have you watched La La Land? Yes, I've watched La La Land, which is another great film. But yeah, I actually haven't think about it about the struggles, how similar they are in Tick Tick Boom and La La Land.、Mm-hmm. They 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 are like very similar in terms of like two people chasing their dreams, and I think in a way finding their big break because. In La La Land, which is totally not related to Tick Tick Boom, in any way, <laughs> but the character that's starred by Emma Stone, she's chasing her dreams, and she need a big break, just like Jonathan, in this film.、Mm-hmm. Mm. And in a way, the the other person, their partner, got a big break, but they need to leave their current life in order to have that. And I think that's the similarity here, right? Right. And this is always a struggle. Like, should they continue something that should John continue something that doesn't have an end, or should he, you know, pursue his relationship and maybe start a family and find a more stable job to live a more stable and most likely a life that. Provides more,、mm-hmm. but of course, in the end, he doesn't do that, which really adds another layer to the movie because he chooses to take the more difficult path. Yeah, and I think it's always very courageous for people to take that path because you know it kind of seems like a logical thing to just leave with Susan and go to her new job that has like you know good pay. And you know that can provide them to start a family.、Mm-hmm. And this is also about like how he's losing time, right? He's he said that his father already has two kids by the time he's thirty. Should he start a family right now, or you know give up on that? Right, right. So overall, our thoughts on this movie, I think it's a good movie. 
I especially like the scene where he comes up with his new musical during his swim. I think that one is pretty well shot, and I really like how it's executed over there. But I think one problem that I'm struggling when I'm watching this film is that it's not really easy to follow the story, the plot line, because there are so many narrators mm -hmm. and different just like narration in general in this film that makes me kind of hard to follow it. Mm -hmm. But the story that it's telling, I would say it's definitely a good story. And it is very well written. I think the musics are good. Mm -hmm. It's just that, you know, that I'm, you know, struggling with following the narration. Right. I think that I've read some reviews and many said that because it is a musical within a movie, the director is trying to combine these two elements together. Right. And when Jonathan Larson made this musical, it was just basically him and the singers on stage and him singing the songs and letting the audience imagine what he's going through, imagine the scenes mm -hmm. and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So he has really specific lyrics that describes his actions or describes the scene. And since it is a movie, right, the director really points out each of the lyrics. Like, what's the point of the visual if the lyrics are already there? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it cuts between different scenes. Like, the one that Jonathan is saying on stage and the one that he is in his real life. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that if it wanted to be, like, a real movie, maybe still leave in the song, but don't switch back and forth to the part where he's on stage singing to an audience. That we can't see. Well, I will have to disagree with you on that. Because I think it's what makes this movie special. And I think it's just the... Maybe the editing. Or just like a, the overall flow. That's a little bit confusing to me. But it doesn't mean it's a bad idea to do that. Right. That it... Yeah, that is true. It's just... I guess to me, it's just a little bit too different from the normal movies that I watch. Yeah, maybe we need to rewatch a few times to mm -hmm. really grasp this movie. Right. But I did really like the music. The soundtracks were great. So that's our thoughts on the movie Tic Tac Boom. I would say definitely give it a watch. Mm -hmm. And it puts an end to our month about movies. I personally have learned a lot from these four movies, although there might be some bad reviews out there about each specific movie. I think that they are all worth a watch. Next month, we're going to talk about four albums that we like. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank, Thank you and bye! bye.